Welcome to the Explore More podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Plaskett, and I'm so excited that you can join with me today. So what is the Explore More podcast? This podcast is dedicated to exploring the transformational human experiences that allow us to become the full expression of who we are. We look at the actions that get us there. We dig deep into topics that remove barriers towards progress so that we can all become the fullest expression of ourselves. I firmly believe that if we can get on a path of becoming the fullest expression of ourselves individually, not only can we become uh, make significant progress within our own lives, but we can make significant progress in our communities for the greater good of all. So that's what this podcast is about. We're going to explore that in each and every single episode to make you an enriched person. And we're going to dig right in into today's episode. Hey guys, Ralph Plaskett here, author of the acclaimed book, Deepening Growth, Powerful Lessons in Cultivating Your Personal Transformation, and founder of the Plaskett Institute, where we help passionate coaches, consultants, and educators strengthen their personal and professional mastery so that they can create transformational impacts. Look, I want to say a happy Father's Day to all of the father and father figures out there uh, who are taking on the important role of um, parenting or rearing up a child. You know, we are in such a uh, interesting time in our history, right? Every every period of our history is rather interesting, but certainly living through this period of our history is quite interesting. And as we look at all of the various dynamics across uh, the human experience, one thing comes to mind for me is the, the absolute need for a father figure in every child's life. And that father figure to be a mature, um, well aware adult who seeks to also contribute to the child's life um, and allow them to grow into them themselves. Here's what I mean by that. Look, in my book, Deepening Growth, yes, it is a plug. You can even see the pink tabs that I have in here because I refer to the book myself. That's how good the book is. You know, how good is a book if you refer to the book yourself, right? So in my book, Deepening Growth, Powerful Lessons in Cultivating Your Personal Transformation, I I had a chapter in there, a lesson in there, about how you, how I, as a parent, observed my children. You see, I tell a story about how I was having a conversation um, with my son uh, about an experience that he had. You see, he, he was talking to one of his family members, one of our family members, and he said something. He said something in a child's complete innocence. He had no malintent. He did not mean to make anything of it other than what he said. He was just stating something, the obvious for his perspective. For us, we took it as, man, that's, that's a rude statement. You cannot say that. And as soon as we got on him about Um, what we felt was rude, you know, we saw something happen. We saw what my friends and I call his spirit shutting down, shutting down the spirit. You see, I saw the, as a coach, I saw the exact moment where his, he had a shift in his mind. 
He had a shift of new awareness, a shift in thinking that allowed him uh, to evaluate what just happened and saw it from a different perspective, saw what, his, uh, what happened in a different perspective. You see, as a, as a coach, it was an amazing experience to see that happening you know, right in front of my eyes with my own child. As a parent, though, I was pretty much uh, distraught because I knew what was happening. I knew what was happening in that very moment. I was reshaping uh, his perspective. Uh, and, and you might say, oh, well, Ralph, that's, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If, if it was what he said was rude, was, was, uh, was, was actually rude, then he shouldn't say it again. And I agree with you. There's no way, shape, or form that we want to raise my wife and I, uh, children who are, you know, not uh, who are rude and disobedient, and 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 uh, grow up to be adults who are not uh, contributing citizens uh, to these uh, this society. And I want him to grow into his own, not the imprint that I place on him. Here's what I mean. This particular scenario of it being rude or not aside, as an authority figure in his life, self-image psychology says that I will imprint my way of thinking, I will imprint my way of being on him. It's not a conscious thought that I am doing, it is not a conscious thought of him receiving, but it is part of the human experience, human development. This is naturally going to happen. You see, and this imprint becomes stronger with the authority figure and the intensity of the thing that is being uh, imprinted, right? So your your parents, your siblings, your older siblings, your, your, your teachers, all of the authority figures in your child's life that have consistent uh, access to a child or your child will likely imprint on them a certain way of being. And it's going to be that way of being that is literally a piece of them. So what we find ourselves in as we get into adulthood is that we are a makeup of the authority figures that have come across our life in our adolescence. We are a combination of various carbon copies of other people. We don't even recognize this until we get to a place in our adulthood where we become consciously aware of our awareness. You see what I'm saying here? Where we have the ability to look at our thinking and be able to deconstruct our belief system, uh, right? And, and, and construct one that is authored completely and uniquely by our own maker. I'll say that again. Everything else up until the point where we become fully aware um, and we, we make the decision to deconstruct our belief system, our belief system is constructed with the thoughts, feelings, uh, ambitions, um, uh, uh, beliefs certainly, and perspectives of others. So what does that have, what does that have to do with? this message today, message, talk, conversation. When we get to a place when we can all wake up to the reality that we have the power to shape, 
right? When we get to that place, when we realize that we are, um, we can author our own existence, we can author our own belief system by first evaluating the belief system that we hold and then deconstructing it to then build it back up in our own making is when we can truly come to a full expression of our unique being, truly unique to us. Not the expectations of our authority figures of our, our past or even present, and certainly not the expectation of society. So how can we go about and make something like this happen in our lives? Well, I'm glad you asked. I have four um, trigger points, four starting points that we can embark on today uh, to begin this journey of deconstructing the belief system so that we can we construct, construct it, excuse me, in our own image, if you will. First of all, um, and I kind of alluded to this a second ago, we need to be able to wake up, right? We need to be able to wake up to the reality that we have the power to shape. You've, if you follow me on social media, certainly you've seen that expression before. And um, I, if you're not following me on social media, then you definitely should follow me. Go ahead into the comment section um, or, or to the description section right below uh, this video and this podcast, and you can find all my social media places you can follow me. But if you've seen that, you've seen me say that we have the ability to wake up to the reality that we have the power to shape. Right? That means that we have the ability to first be aware that we have a belief system that is constructed over years, decades, um, that was unconsciously constructed. And now we have the ability to wake up to consciously deconstruct it, figure out the parts of it that we don't hold true to our unique being, and then construct it with the things that we hold true to be uniquely ourselves. When we, have that, when we wake up to that reality, there's such a journey, a beautiful awakening that happens as we, on, as we, as we take our belief system and we unfold what is, and then we, become, we come to analyze it and say, it does this, is this authentically me? Or is it part of that carbon copy of the authority figures that I've had in my life? Then I can start putting together Right? If we're looking at origami, we can go from a from a, a, a fold-down piece of paper to a beautiful bird, if you would, as we construct our new belief system, author of ourselves. Number two, we need to be open and receptive. It's one thing to be open, but certainly um, receiving the challenges that come against your your subconscious belief system takes work, right? These are things, beliefs are things that we hold dear. And when there are challenge, the first thing that we do is going to a defensive position. And when we're going to a defensive position, we are defending the belief itself. So we need to be able to get to a position where we are open to the possibilities that exist across a spectrum of perspectives. And then we need to be receptive to adhering or, or, or assimilating those one of those perspectives that we hold true, that feels true for us. I know this is a lot, uh, but certainly it's a beautiful journey. Um, I, I can't tell you how many of my clients that I've seen have, uh, well, I can tell you exactly all of them have some level 
of a an identity crisis that happens um, that where we do the work of deconstructing the belief system in that area or in totality in order to build it back up in their own image in their authentic nature so number three Part of the work in, in doing that is recognizing that there is no standard. Recognizing that there is no standard. Society says that there is a particular standard to which uh, one should be. There's a standard for being a woman. There's a standard for being a man. There's a standard that one should hold themselves up to. But, but who creates the standard? Who determines what is right? Right, I, and especially in um, well, in all areas of life, certainly, but the example that comes to mind for me right now as I'm having this conversation with you is the image that society places of women, what women should look like, what, women, what is beauty for women, what is beautiful, what is nice, from everything, from head to toe, society dictates what is beautiful. And, uh, you know, that has... A, a, a real difficult um, experience for our women, our women in general, who deal with self-confidence issues because of what society says they should be when they don't authentically feel that expectation. So you, you can see me slowing down here because it is such a, a topic that I hold uh, really near and dear as I am rearing up a daughter. And how am I to allow society to say what she should be or expectations of her, how she should look, what is beautiful for her, right? And certainly I sh in this conscious awareness not to imprint my expectations of beauty of my my view of beauty on her right but rather to nurture the very um, existence of who she are and, and, and what she finds as beautiful and nurture that to be perfectly wonderful so that's part number four um, we need to get to a place where we execute intentional transformation again we need to get to a place where we execute intentional transformation so transformation is something that cannot be uh, forced it can only be invited and typically what happens in a, in a transformational environment is that a person is eager to learn right or, or put into a headspace where they are open right and then something happens that triggers a transformation it could be a wide slew of things um, but something happens that triggers a transformation and then they go on they could potentially go on to this journey a journey of a full transformation and an openly new perspective and we have the opportunity to go out and seek experiences that would give us a wider lens to be able to look and in seeking that experience and getting that wider lens we get we give ourselves the opportunity to trigger a transformation and have a, a whole experience where the world becomes that much you see, we have this ability to construct our self-identity, to construct what is authentically ourselves and not pieces of, of, of others. 
certainly not the authority figures in our lives. Some people get into this experience in their 20s, others never get into the experience at all, while others are late at life in their 60s and 70s and truly come into a full understanding of identity. I employ you to seek out an experience that will give you the four points that we identify today so that you can come to full understanding and appreciation and an identity of who you are. And this gives you the pill, and if you're a parent, this gives you the ability to then parent that much better, right? Of course, that was a judgment statement, but parent that much better to say, I am not going to imprint on my children, rather, I am going to nurture um, who they authentically are. And there you have it, guys. I'm Ralph Plaskett. I'm so happy to be able to share this information with you. Look, um, if you haven't already, go ahead and head over to Amazon and you could grab a copy of my book, Deepening Growth, Powerful Lessons That Will Cultivate Your Personal Transformation. In here, I provide you 22, over 22 lessons um, that will help you on your own personal transformation journey. I just said, remember, execute or be intentional in executing uh, your own transformation. That book um, can certainly give you an open perspective and allow you to journey on on your transformation. If you're not so following me on social media, follow me on social media. If you are eager to learn more, I have a weekly newsletter called the Explorer's Journal, where I send you out and one email every single week. And I dig into a topic just like this on this um, podcast, this channel. And I dig into a topic and it is not only informative, it is also entertaining. It's called the Explorer's Journal, and you can head over to ralphplaskett.com for all of these resources, um, and they're all at your disposal. So until next week, enjoy the greatness that is life.